When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. It's Tuesday night. It's well past 9 p.m. We had some things going on tonight, but that we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I am behind the steel curtain editor, Dave Schofield, coming at you again for the Scobro Show. And with me, as always, is my big brother, Rich. Rich, how's it going? Welcome to the big show. <laughs> yeah, you were uh now were you coaching tonight? Yes. Yes, you were I I know it was Kyle's playoff baseball game and I thought it was the team that you coached. Um actually it was a team I hadn't been coaching but um was called into service the past couple weeks. Ah, gotcha. So um it was the playoffs and I could and I'm like, well, I could go ahead and go on at the same time, but without you, it, it, to me, it just wasn't worth it. I'm like, I got to wait around for the bro so we can do this right. So um, we're, we're glad those of you that are joining us already, yes. we got some people jumping in on YouTube and Facebook. What's up? You had to wait. I had to wait. <laughs> yeah. So sorry. Yeah. You had to wait for us tonight, but uh, Rich, we are in it. We are in oh, it. We yes. talked about it last oh, week God. that by the time I'm like, when we, when we're back next week, the Steelers will have actually practiced. Training camp will have started. Okay. They haven't put on pads yet. And honestly, that's kind of what the, the whole idea of our show is going to be tonight is about the difference when the pads come on. But the only thing to really talk about, it's not like there's big breaking news or anything like that, other than the Steelers are practicing. It's been football in shorts, but they've done they're done the ramp-up period. Pads come on tomorrow. Fans are at the stadium. Any major impressions or anything you want to want to bring up from what we've seen so far since the Steelers took the field last Thursday? Okay. I got a couple things that I can say. 
Okay. okay. About things I've seen and, and, you know, rumblings around practice, <laughs> but just remember that these are all things from, you know, practicing in shorts. Yes. So, um, Pat Fryerbooth <laughs> is looking nice. If he okay. can look this good when the pads go on, we're going to be talking. All right. Um, but yeah. before you go into someone else, were no. you going to bring up someone else? Can I say something about Fryermuth? I want to ask you. Go ahead. Question. Yes. Kevin Colbert spoke to the media today, and he brought up what Coach Tomlin says every time Fryermuth makes one of those great catches and great plays. Did, did you see what he said? Oh, I don't He's, remember. He said, yeah, but can he block? You know, (laughs) you know, and that's bottom line is let's wait till Wednesday, but no, you want to, it's not like you don't want to see that stuff in these practices. You do, but you have to put it in context as well. Go ahead. Keep going. Exactly. Um, I mean, just things that you're seeing, you know, TJ Watt is TJ Watt. His Mm -hmm. motor is always going a hundred miles an hour. Mm -hmm. Um, Liking what, you know, really liking what I'm seeing all around for the most part with guys going through drills and things are looking good, but we won't, you know, we won't know the truth. Yeah. Truly what's going on until they start hitting each other. Until they start hitting each other. Yep. Um, I'm going to ask you a question about what about some of the players that we haven't seen as much? I mean, they're, they're taking the same approach to Ben Roethlisberger of a full practice a half practice, an off practice. Now, today, Ben was excused where he was not there for personal reasons, but he will be back practicing, which I think is interesting because a lot of times the first day in pads is Ben is an off day for men, but it's not going to work out that way this, this time. So Ben's been out some. I know they've been holding Zach Banner back some. I know Kevin Dotson was dealing with something, held back some. I'm pretty sure... The centers are back. I, I thought I'm pretty sure I saw JC Hastenauer out on the field today. I don't know if he did other stuff. Um, and Finney was back because there was a day that they didn't have any centers because Kendrick Green was taking care of something. He was in Florida for something. Um, seems like Devin Bush has been been there for most of the stuff. Um, what are you what are your thoughts on on the guys that you know they're Stefan Tuit they're they're easing into because he missed OTAs um, due to the to his the the tragic loss of his brother and taking care of his family. Um, what do you any thoughts on these guys that haven't practiced as much or anything? Are you concerned about that or no? Not until you know because we got so much time before the regular season rolls around. That's not bothering me too much yet, especially because most of the guys that are that that's going on with are are minus the one day Kendrick Green miss. Most of them have been your your vets where you pretty much know what you've got in these guys. Um, You know, if you had a lot of young, you know, a lot of your younger guys that were missing were the guys that you're really needing to evaluate more. You, it would bother me more, but them easing to it back into things. They know it. Yeah. There's no surprises on what Stefan to it is. Yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, Coach Butler talked about that. He spoke on Friday, um, and he was saying, you know, we know we got into it and everything else. You know, he'll be there. He'll be fine, you know, and he's a big weapon. Um, the My biggest thing is some, you know, Zach Banner coming off the knee. I understand they want him to take it easy. They don't want to do too much. They don't want to, you know, have a setback, but at the same time, I'm like, 
I just, I just hope he's ready. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Because, you know, there's a lot of question marks to tackle from the starting guys on down. So, um, before we dive into this topic, uh, anything else? Are you, are you ready to talk pads, padded, padded practices? Oh, let's talk padded practices because that's when we're going to really find out the answers to more of our questions. Okay. To set this up, I'm going to tell a little story. So that'll pretty much finish up the first time. I'll finish up just first kidding. Half of the show. Just kidding. No. Um, some people, if you have never played, you know, full contact padded American football, you might not understand what it's like to put on the pads, if you know what I mean. Um, I'm going to give an example, not from my playing time, but from my coaching time. Um, I coached seven seasons of high school football. And I remember um, one of the seasons, one of my one of my first seasons there, when we went through summer conditioning and everything else, and we had a player that came out. I'm not, I'm not wanting to, 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 to pick on him or anything, because it just kind of goes to show how it is. Um, the the kid he was he was he was one of the he was one of the honor students everything else but he was he was wanting to come out play football see what he could do um, everything else he was at every conditioning all summer he was there he was putting in the work he was running hard he was doing everything that he could he was all ready and rearing to go we get to the first day of practice and you are out there and you are in the pads. And we were stretching and he, he had to sit out for a bit. He, you know, I don't know if it was anxiety. I don't know if it was a panic attack. I don't know if it was an asthma issue, but just stretching in the pads was completely different than anything that we had done all summer with the conditioning and everything else. There is just a difference when you put those pads on. Everything is different. Even before you make the first hit, when you put those shoulder pads on, when you got the, the helmet and the shoulder pads and, and everything, it's just different. It's just how it is. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So that's kind of what we're talking about. We're like, yeah, the Steelers have been practicing. And, and they're like, oh, well, they downplay football in shorts. But contact means a lot. So let's see what this is, what this is really about. Because it's not just, oh, are they physical enough? When you put those pads on, it's like you're on the it's it's like your next level. It's like you're on the on the center stage. So for these young players and rookies, when they put their pads on for the first time in an NFL practice, and it's not even just this is part of the reason why sometimes they would hold Ben Roethlisberger out the first padded practice. And that is some of these young guys. And I had some people give me flack about this, like, oh, they're, they're professionals, blah, blah, blah. They've done this forever. I'm like, this is their this is their first time putting on pads as a professional. These guys are going to be ramped up. They're going to be ramped up. And sometimes they're a little bit too ramped up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So sometimes they'll hold out someone like a Ben Roethlisberger out of practice because you're like, the last thing you want is the, the bottom guy on the depth chart at linebacker. Next thing you know, coming in and laying out your franchise quarterback because he's all ramped up from for getting his chance at the NFL. But um, at the same time, you want guys to be poised and everything else. So there's a lot that we're looking for, and it's just going to be different. So this is what we did. 
we actually we coordinated this more than what we've normally done with our other lists. We've been yeah. doing top five lists of everything that we've been with, with these shows lately. And we've been surprised. Now, the reason we coordinated this is we actually made a bigger list and we went through our list and we crossed out repeats. We didn't want to bring up the same five players. We wanted to talk about different players. So we adjusted our top five lists a little bit to make sure that like my number five wasn't your number two. So we're going to be, when we go through this, it's going to be a new player every time we bring someone up. And we are looking at the top five players that we're looking forward to the most in the first padded practice. Now, we're not talking about the first game. We want to know what we're talking about with the first padded practice. We're, we're talking, talking about, about practice. practice. <laughs> not a game. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We're not talking Hall of Fame game yet. We'll talk about that next week. We're, we're talking, talking about, about practice. Practice. Now. By setting it up this way, there's kind of some positions that are going to be left out a little bit. I mean, it'll be kind of nice to know what it's like to see Big Press taking a kick with his full gear on and maybe some guys rushing at him. But like they're like they're going to run into him in practice. You're, punter's probably not going to make the list. What's the other one that's not going to make the list, Rich? Uh, quarterback, because they're not going to hit them either. Quarterback, yeah. They'll put the pads on. But, I mean, really, you'll want them to be used to the pads, but it's not like these guys are going to take hits in practice because you don't do that to your quarterbacks, you know? So it's not like, oh, I want to see what Ben's going to do with his pad. No. Or what Haskins going to do with it. No, it's not like they're going it, to – it's not like T.J. Watt's going to come flying across the line and lay out Ben Roethlisberger to say, all right, can you take the hit? That – it's not that they're not going to get bumped or anything into and, and have to deal with real pressure, but it's still not going to be quite to that level. So we're going to break down our the five players that we're looking forward to seeing the most that we really want to see how it changes and how it ramps up with the pads on. Sound good, Rich? Sounds good. You ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yep. I'm ready. Um. Yeah, Justin Conway. He said, he said, um, I asked you about pads today and you replied on Twitter. I asked because, like you said, it's a different thing when the pads come on. Yep, I did. He he re he re asked the question on on um the other tweet, a BTSC tweet on one of my articles, and I made sure I, I let him know pads are coming on. It's great. So, Rich, number let's five. count them down backwards. Number five. Who number is your five. Number five? My number five mm -hmm. was second-year guard Kevin Dotson. Yes, I want to see what he can do. I mean, we've got really high expectations. Yes, and now he's been easing into – he's one of those players that's been easing into stuff because he was dealing with something. But it's, I, I think he's going to be able – if something happens when we come out tomorrow and find out, well, you know, he's still a little ding dinged up and everything, we might be disappointed in this one. Could be. But if he's able to get out there and go, then he's one of these guys that – tell me why he was on your – he was on my list too. So tell me why he was at this point on your list. I can't do that yet. Oh, okay. Oh, because you don't, <laughs> don't want to be any comparison. Okay. 
Well, then just tell me why you wanted to. What 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 was what is about you? What okay. are, what we, is it about him you want to see? We saw him start several games last year, and there were people that were arguing that at the end of the year he should have been a starter on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. I want to see that we've still got that guy because that's the guy I want to see. Mm-hmm. I want to see the guy that we were seeing last year that everybody was like, man, he's the best lineman. We got to get this guy. You know, he should be on the field. That's the guy. That's the guy I want to see right off the bat. Yes, and and I want to see if it's different with a new coach. If it's if it's even more nasty than what I felt you got from from someone like Dotson last year, based based on having a, a new offensive line coach. That's a good one. Um, I'm going to go with my number five, um, and my number five is a player that. Um, this would probably be Shannon White's number one. He's he's the he's in the fan club, and that is one cornerback James Pierre. I want to see what he does out there in the pads because he's known more as a guy that's more on the physical side. You know, he's he's the guy that can bring the physicality um, to this position, and he didn't have a big sample size last year. So you want to see what he can bring right 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 away. The small sample size was spectacular. Oh, yes, it was. He was, I mean, the small sample way size up there was spectacular. Hey, absolutely. If uh, he's another one, mm-hmm. if we get that kind that guy all the time, whoa, look out, you know. Um, we've got something there. I mean, come on, a six-two corner. Yeah, you gotta be, yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, I people were worried about the Steelers at the cornerback position. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be, but how great would it be is if instead of wondering who's going to play, that you have to ask yourself more of who's going to sit. Yeah. That you have capable players that are that you could put on the field. And you're like, oh man, who's not going to get as many snaps because when they're not in sub package, they're just not going to be out there and stuff. So that's what I want to see. I want to see because if the Steelers have something in James Pierre, that is a complete difference maker in what everyone thinks about the Steelers secondary. Don't you agree? Yep. Uh very much so. Yeah. Very so, much so. So that's why I went there. Do uh, you want to go ahead and roll on into your number four? Number four. Um, making a move from, what was it last year? Fif- 15 games started? Yep. 15 games started at right tackle. Moving to left tackle, would we be one Chooks Sakura for? Got to see what the big man Chooks can do. You know, um, he yeah. was touted this week by um Kevin Colbert you know saying that hey we actually felt he was more of a left tackle when we drafted him and that kind of showed you know yeah, Zach Banner beat him out at right tackle we really think he's more of a left tackle you know we're we're hearing all those right kind of things from the coaches and now even the GM now I got to see it on the field yeah exactly that, now i I happen personally to kind of agree with the coaching staff and the GM and that from what I was seeing in videos from, from camp last year, I felt the same thing that Zach Banner was your bigger mauler right tackle. Chooks has really nice footwork. Okay. Mm -hmm. But until they put the pads on, 
and we see, you know, him out there trying to block on Ben's blind side. Yeah. I don't know what I have until I see it. You can, you can, you could have great footwork and great technique in drill work. Yep. And can't, and then, but when you actually have to get it done on the field, you can't get, you can't get it. It's also very difficult to not have good technique and then be able to just get it done just because you're, you're a guy that, that when you put the pads on, you're a different guy. You've got, you've got to have the technique too. So you've got to bring it together to where, now, now that guy's really trying to get past you and rip your quarterback's head off. Well, at least get past you to wrap up the quarterback, if you know what I mean. Correct. Um, and make you look bad. And and can you get it done? I I think you're right. Yeah, Kevin Colbert said today that if the battle would have been at left tackle last year, he thinks Chukes would have won it because that's his natural position. Uh, Jeffrey Benedict yep. is broken down. How in college, you know, he went up against. TJ Watt and Bosa, like I said, I, I get the I switch the two first names all the time. I'll say the wrong one. Doesn't matter. They're both really good. Um, whenever he was at at Western Michigan in there, and and he did very well against those players yeah. in college. So it's not like he hasn't gone against elite talent. He just didn't see it all the time in college. So now no, this Jeff, is going to be Jeffrey's his first chance down. to play left tackle. Jeffrey's yeah. breakdown of both he and Banner last year during all. You know, going into camp, Jeffrey's film breakdown on them was excellent. Yeah. And kind of helped sell me on, you know, when the coaching staff was saying those kinds of things and people were kind of saying, hey, Chooks is more left tackle. Jeffrey's breakdown of the film made me be like, yeah, yeah I can see why they're all saying that. Yeah, I, I I see that as well. I definitely did. Well, I'm going to go ahead and jump in and give you my number four. And in case you guys didn't realize it, we're um, there's kind of a little bit of a position theme early on in our lists because who I would like to see is one five-time Pro Bowl right guard, Trey Turner, because he's had some moments not so great in practice, as they said, but he's still learning the system and what the Steelers are doing. So I can understand where that can happen, especially with football and shorts. But when you get those pads on, I want to see what kind of Turner are the dealers possibly going to get? Are they getting the 2020 version or are they getting 2019? Was, yeah, okay. you know, or are they getting the even earlier than that? I mean, yeah. he was still a pro bowler in 2019, but definitely not. You don't want to see what, what you had in, in the 2020 version out West. So I really want to see what the Steelers might have in Turner. And the problem is we're not really going to get to see this. All we're going to do is mainly get reports, but it's going to be a different kind of, you're going to be looking at different things. I want to hear what's going on with, with Trey Turner. And is he, you know, because even in drills, you're now talking about physical blocking drills. Like when I was coaching, I loved, you know, doing drills. Basically we would do this zone blocking drill where we would put, a, a defensive lineman and a linebacker. And then we would have two offensive linemen. We would line them up over one of them. And we would basically tell the lot, the lineman, are you, or is, is the hole to your, to your left, to your right or in between you. And you guys had to figure out the blocks based on where the defense was going to, where, you know, where they showed up to play and open up the hole. And we would even run a running back through there. It was just a, a fantastic grill. It doesn't have to be full teamwork. You could just see what these guys are doing and those kind of things. But I want to see, you know, is is Trey Turner has he been able to to pick up on enough since minicamp 
you know, when he was there? And has he been able? No, he wasn't at minicamp. He was picked up after minicamp. Has he been able to pick up on stuff since minicamp? Um, just with the playbook and everything, and been able to 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 learn enough over the last week in order to have it go out there. Any thoughts on Turner? No, I think you pretty much hit all my same question marks that I'm wanting to see from him. So yeah. So, but I mean, because he his his success is really going to dictate. I mean, but you can say that about almost any of these linemen. You're like, wow, if if someone so struggles, it it, it could be a problem. So um speaking of which, you want to go on to your next one? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Continuing with the theme, uh, my number three would be I would like to see um, the incredible um, Zach Banner. <laughs> yeah. If we get so, to see him, yeah. That's that's right, because it's still questions as to when they're going to let him put on the pads and go, I think. but um, Well, or even how much we'll see him, if you know what right. I mean. It, might, it yes. still might be that they're holding him out of some stuff. But, you know, it, it, it's really I'm neat from him wanting to see that he's come back um, is, you know, fully healed from the injury and comes back ready to, to kick butt at right tackle like he was ready to kick butt at right tackle last year and got two for a tiny little bit. <laughs> yeah. I think with Zach Banner, it's going to come down to trust. And it's his trust in his knee. Yeah. Because even if the knee is healed, if you don't trust it, it's going to be a problem. You know, sometimes you trust the knee too much when it's not healed, and that could be a problem. But yeah. I think it's more going to be, is he going to be able to do the things that he wants to do and um, and needs to do in order to be the Steelers' starting right tackle. I think you're exactly right there. Yeah, is he, is he going to be able – you know, is he going to feel good about getting low and driving with those legs? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, if he's comfortable with that, then I have a lot less question marks about Zach Banner. But if, 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 if this injury causes him to either, you know, play a little higher or maybe not drive as hard, then, then – there could be some worries there. So I would like to see him in the pads and see what he can do. Uh, absolutely. So now I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. Are you looking for like increased involvement with banner? Is that what you would ultimately like to see? Like, Hey, he can get up there and do a few things on, on Wednesday, but you know what? Thursday, he's able to do a little bit more. Oh, Friday. He's back out there. He well, that's what more, I want to say. Right. You know, like, it, it won't surprise me a bit if the Steelers just ease him in that he's doing a few things here and they see how he reacts and he does a little more and they see how he reacts and he does a little more and see how he reacts. Wouldn't surprise me a bit. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. We will see. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and do my number three here before we then uh, go ahead and take our break. My number three is I'm, I'm, I'm going away from the offensive line uh, okay. for now. And that is, it, it's funny because we have a lot of positions that kind of overlap. I want to see one Antoine Brooks Jr. If he's right now, and like we say, right now, we they did the, the depth chart on, that was, I'm pretty sure that was Saturday. I, I know I did the, 
I, I did a podcast covering it. I can't remember if it was Saturday or Sunday. It all runs together now. Um, but when they when they released it, they only had two players listed as as nickel corner right now, and that was right. Antoine Brooks Jr. and Arthur Millette. Yep. So Antoine Brooks Jr., who was a you know a, was a safety. This was also a guy. He he appeared in four games last year for the Steelers. That's all. He was on the practice squad for most of the season. And and he's the guy getting the first shot. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I'm just saying you need to see an awful lot out of this guy, particularly, you know, in pads, being physical in there. Because if he's going to play it more like if he's going to be like the quote unquote Mike Hilton role, because Got to keep yielding back to Jeffrey. He breaks these things down on film so much that he's like, he does. Cam Sutton is not the nickel corner that Mike Hilton is. He's not the physical guy. He's not the blitzer. He's not. He doesn't. If you ask Cam Sutton to do what Mike Hilton did, he's not going to be good at it. And if you were to ask Mike Hilton to do what Cam Sutton does, he's not going to be good at it. He's just got a different skill set. So as much as I say, oh, well, you could slide Sutton in into, into nickel and put Pierre on the outside, that might not be what the Steelers want out of that position. That might be why they're having an Antoine Brooks Jr. there. So I really want to see what he's doing out there because I want to see what the Steelers see. If the, does that make sense? Makes sense. Yes. So, um, have, what's your impression so far and everything with Brooks Jr. from maybe from stuff you heard out there? If you know what I mean. Um, I haven't seen enough. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's really why that was a good selection by you there because he's really one. It's like. I need to see more. Yeah. And the only place we're going to see it right now is in practice and into these preseason games. Yes. And as you said, if we've already, if, if we've already penciled him in as the, you know, starting guy to get corner, the first guy to get the first crack at it. Cause the, right. coach Tom Lawrence said, well, he's going to start the hall of fame games. So you can write a story about that. That's one thing. Yeah. He said. Cause right. um, apparently he had a nice interception in the first practice against Ben Roethlisberger playing in a slot. Yeah. So, that was like the only report of an actual on-field play that we really got much from that from that first practice last week. So, um, anything else out of those out of your three or my three that you want to say before we head into the break? Nope, uh, I'm good. Let's go ahead and hop into the break so we can come out on the other side and, and these last few finish this up and, sure and see what else we have to do. So, if you're listening to us on the audio side, go ahead and click on over to part two. If you are here with us on YouTube or Facebook. Don't go anywhere. We're just going to pause for a few seconds, and then we will be right back with part two. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.